0: Welcome to the show today. This is Kendi Foster. I have a lineup of one amazing guest today. And she's, uh, I want to say, she's got a story that you're going to want to hear. She's going to tell you about where she started, where she went through, and what her transformation looked like. And I'll bet you, I'll put money on it, that you'll be able to relate to this in so many ways. In fact, you know, today, I'm going to call the show, The Courage to Have a Candid Conversation. Why am I calling it that? Because I think all of us need to sit down and have a candid conversation with ourselves in an ongoing basis. First ourselves, then sometimes others, right? But the candid conversations start with, you know, what's working in your life? What's working? What's not working in your life? And what are you going to do to change it? That's a candid conversation, right? Right? So you start to think about yourself, you know, every day you can ask these questions. You've heard me say them before on the show. Are you doing it yet? Because the way that this works is that if you start to ask those questions, (laughs) your life gets better and it uh, it doesn't just get better uh, a little bit once you start asking how I can improve every day and you're willing to step into your courage, you're willing to step into your power, that feeling that unstoppable feeling that's within all of us, you're willing to have that? Well, then life does get better. But you know what? Most people aren't going to get that, right? Why is that? Well, they allow things to get worse and worse and worse, and they use pain as their motivator instead of joy, happiness, and purpose. So if that's you, if you're caught in that place where, you know, pain's a great motivator. It'll motivate you to do just about anything. But why get there? Why not just have a candid conversation with yourself and be able to take your life into a new direction? So that's what we're talking about today. New directions for you. We'll be right back.
1: If you stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love, then at some point you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, We're calling
0: it The Courage to Have a Candid Conversation. And today, uh, uh, let me introduce you to my guest. Her name is Dr. Virginia LeBlanc, and she's a multidisciplinary expert and global thought leader in personal development and business transformation. She is the international bestseller of Love the Skin You're In, How to Conquer Life Through Divergent Thinking. Hmm. Dr. V, it's great to
2: have you here today. Thank you so much, Ken. I am super excited to be here with you and your audience.
0: You know, I'm I'm interested in your story. What the heck? How did you get into this? Because you know, you you've uh, you've had quite a career. Well, let's let's talk about that. How'd you get into this world?
2: You know, Ken, we have so much in common, so much synergy in what we do, who we are, and how we show up with the world in the world. So let me start, if I may, by just sharing my mission at Defining Paths, and then I'll go back and tell you the story, and it'll start to make sense. So. My mission is to heal, rebuild, and transform lives and businesses online from the inside out and pivot my clients, what, who I call legacy builders, into a new reality for sustainable wins and life leadership and business. So my story starts back with, first of all, I was born into an amazing family of service-oriented minded individuals, military service, teachers, uh, police officers, health uh, practitioners, and you know, I wanted to follow that path. So I was recruited heavily out of uh, high school to actually all branches of service. <laughs> but that was my first experience in running into that uh, brick wall called life, right? That, those challenges. And I have a visual condition that limited my ability to serve in the capacity that I wanted to serve. So I had to learn how to pivot at an early age before I even knew what pivoting was, before pivoting was a thing. So I ended up pivoting, going into higher, uh, pursuing college and eventually into higher education, which led to all kinds of opportunities and partnering with working for a not-for-profit organization. So uh, I worked for an organization called the National Panhellenic Council Incorporated, which is the umbrella organization for the nine largest historically African-American fraternities and sororities um, that was headquartered on that campus. Um, But then life happened. I discovered, rediscovered my father and we rebuilt our relationship he was in Louisville, Kentucky. You know, he was a jockey, so he raced horses, <laughs> and um, you know, and so I, that was another pivot I had to make because my job was very demanding. I had to figure out what what it what could I do um, to take care of my father, to take care of myself, put food on the table, be happy. And, you know, and and try to live a productive life. So I ended up finding myself in higher education and uh, ran a a scholarship program, a holistic scholarship program, as I developed it to be in which that's where I first discovered my passion Um, until I hit that program, until I ran into that situation and that opportunity. I used to think there was something um, wrong with me because, uh, you know, there's so much in between all of this. Um, But I kept going to interview after interview, applying for things. You know, I had so many different diverse skill sets. I started creating competency sections in a resume before that was even a thing. And, uh, you know, to help people digest who I was, you know, what I did, what I was capable of and the, the value add I could be to their entity. Well, people still didn't get it, you know, and the first question I get was, you know, well, what is it that you do? <laughs> and I'm thinking to yeah, myself, well, you yeah. know,
0: I, I think that could be threatening to a lot of a lot of folks. And you know, you're a very competent individual. You've got a list of uh, competencies, and you know, you're being inter- in very bright and probably a genius level it's in some areas. And um, and now, you know, and now you're being interviewed by individuals that may feel threatened. Did that yeah. did that happen for you as as
2: a woman too? Yes, right. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and particularly as, you know, I don't I don't like to play the color card, but particularly as a Black female, yeah. you know, sure. with a, a Ph.D., yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that it, 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 you know, so, um, you know, when I had, I went through a serious health issue after I actually left the university, because honestly, I was in a hostile work environment, I was dealing with discriminatory practices, and just all the things that we women tend to go through in the workplace. And so that's when, you know, I I decided to leave to make room for the next person. Um, so that I could speak up, speak out. Because again, you know, coming from a service-based family, we believe in humanitarian um, um, callings and justice and and what have you, and speaking out for those who don't have a voice or cannot speak up for whatever reasons. So that's when I pivoted into the entrepreneurial world. But I was back and forth because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust my higher power, who for me is God, creator, source, whatever, whatever, for whomever. Um, and, um, you know, I said I had faith, but, you know, that stability that we get from the workplace, Ken, is a powerful thing. And it well, can how, how did
0: you how did you how did you start to trust? How did you start to trust deeper? What how was that? How did you pivot into trust?
2: You know, it, it, it's a funny thing when you really start to go on that personal wellness and development journey, when you decide to prioritize yourself and exit those situations uh, that are causing you pain or giving you angst or, you know, treating you unfairly, unjustly, or what have you, um, you you start down a personal journey, uh, whether people intentionally get into, you know, communities or training programs. So, you know, I started just connecting with other like-minded people. And I started surrounding myself with those folks who knew more than I did in, in, you know, in business and in just, you know, discovering their authenticity authenticity and the true you. (laughs) And so, um, you know, really, it was the personal work. And that's what I do in my company. I work with the person also, because until we deal with our stuff, our pain points, you know, you, you cannot find that measure of success that you seek or, or you deserve in business or really in anything in life, relationships, so on and so forth. So, you know, I started working on me. I took the time to just breathe, you know, and um, just think about my path and realize, actually, that's when I came up with my company name, although I didn't start at that time, Defining Paths. Because what I realized is I had been put on a path because life, I was allowing life to lead me and not leading life. And, you know, listening to those well-meaning intentioned people who put me on a path at a young age um, that I was pursuing, that I thought was my own, um, that I was making choices, but I didn't understand what it meant to define my own path. And own
0: path. All right. Well, listen, I got to take a quick break. When we get back, let's talk about. How in the heck does somebody pivot when they know they're not on the right path, right?
1: Yeah, or even
0: if they, you're on the right path, you're in that place, you're going, there's something more here. I've got to pivot. And now what happens? Let's talk about that.
3: comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life a time to seek freedom from the anxiety addiction and other issues that may be bringing you down a time to heal and re-emerge as the real you Villa Kalima is a holistic, residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of Health Insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm speaking with Dr. Virginia LeBlanc, and she is an expert in sociocultural conditioning, upscaling mindsets, and changing thinking process to divine your path and create sustainable wins in business and in life and so much more. That's just a little piece of her. So, um, <laughs> all right, how do we pivot? All right, I want to pivot. I'm in a place, you know, either I'm in a, my business needs to pivot. I'm in a poor relationship. My health isn't right. You know, there's something going on. How do I pivot?
2: You know, Ken, and I'm going to tell you, it's a basic answer, which because of the way we've been conditioned in our mindset to think that there's something wrong with pivoting, it's simply making the choice. So when we're young, we're put on these paths, right? And we're taught, like, if we show um, achievement in left brain thinking or right brain thinking, we're putting on those individual paths, and the two, you know, rarely meet, right? And so we find ourselves in these situations where, uh, you know, we feel unfulfilled. We feel start having these these feelings that we do need to make a change, but we don't want to make the change because we're afraid of disappointing people. Uh, most of us suffer from from people pleasing and we don't even realize that and we're walking through life you know making choices based on making someone else happy instead of us so what we have to do is summon, find our willpower to find our strength we don't talk about willpower a lot anymore and willpower you know comes from source and being plugged in to that power because when yourself when you can't find it within yourself there has to be a higher something That is driving you to make the change. And see, what we also don't want to admit is that change is the one constant thing in life other than death, right? So when we understand that it's to find our willpower, to summon that strength, to make the change, to pivot, we're pivoting into that reality that is unknown. So that's another fear. So I was saying that, you know. Well, you know, I I think there's
0: another piece there I I want (laughs) to say because we got willpower, but we also have to develop our won't power. There's yes. a woman's power. I won't do this. And I think the other part is, you know, um, we're not only afraid of disappointing others. We're just very afraid of disappointing ourselves. Yes. If we make a commitment and we've made that maybe 10 times to go mm-hmm. exercise and we don't do it, how, you know, we feel that negative feeling every time. How do oh. we pivot out of that? How do we get out of that one?
2: Yes. You know, so in one of my courses, Ring Free, Let Freedom Ring for Women, you know, we talk about mirror work, you know, getting literally staring yourself in the mirror and facing the truth. So we have to get to a place where we where we face, we embrace our fears so that they will become our ally. So when you do face your fear and you accept the fact that, okay, yes, I've done this, I've tried I don't believe in failing so we have to get that negative self-talk out right so we also have to realize our subconscious is working overtime even while we're sleeping and it's programmed to say whatever we're telling ourselves whatever we're thinking whatever we're feeling whatever we're speaking it's working in our subconscious so we have to to take back our subconscious right take it captive and become you know the captain of our crew i don't know if you've heard that uh, um, that analogy but we have to (laughs) subjugate our crew and become the captain. And mirror work helps with that. Um, little tips and tricks and techniques to help you start to, you know, get your mind back in under control. Because Interesting. You know, I,
0: it reminds me of some mirror work I did years ago where uh, my stepmom, she said, you know, Ken, you really don't know who you are. She said, well, here's what I suggest you do. Go in the mirror and look at yourself and just ask that question until you figure it out. And at the time, I don't know if she was serious or not, but I went and did it. <laughs> and, you know, I got a lot of answers uh, doing that. Is that what we're talking about, mirror work? You're just looking at yourself connecting.
2: Exactly, because a lot of us who haven't figured out how to love the skin we're in yet, right, we, you know, we go to the mirror. I mean, some of us don't even stay in the mirror, um, you know, to get dressed. We just get up and go, what have you. But when we see that person staring back at us, A lot of us until we figure that out we don't love ourselves so we don't want to spend any time in the mirror mirror work forces you to see yourself to see the person staring back at you you know and you start having that conversation you know (laughs) and just the truth starts to come out you know i this year particularly i'm operating in nothing but truth transparency And love, you know, and I'm starting to clean house, you know, not just with my own thinking um, and things that I've allowed to creep back in or masks that I've been wearing to hide, you know, pain points or, you know, to avoid stepping into my greatness, which we all struggle with as well. That's another difficulty and challenge in pivoting because those of us who know that we are called higher, that we do have a global, a bigger purpose. That's scary, Ken. That, uh, is- that can be scary. It's scary to a lot scary. of
0: people. You know, it's scary to me. Um, scary. Like, you know, I think there's another piece uh, also. You know, Some people look in the mirror and all they see are their faults, right? Yeah. So how do, we, how do we stop looking at everything that's wrong with us physically or mentally, emotionally, or
2: spiritually mm-hmm. even?
0: And uh, how do we start focusing on what's right about us? I think, I think that's a question we need to answer.
2: Absolutely. You know, I have a saying that we are perfectly perfect in our imperfection. And, you know, we don't think like that. We think uh, because we've been conditioned by um, environments that we're in, whether it's the home, whether it's social circles, whether it's work, whether we're watching television, um, the things that we feed our minds, it's conditioning us to think we have to look a certain way. We have to be a certain way. We have to walk, talk, um, follow this certain path. Right. And it's poison can it's poison because it makes us lose our individuality
0: i couldn't agree more okay so i gotta take another quick break
3: right. when we
0: get back how the heck do we regain our soul our that mm-hmm. part of us that we're talking about how in the heck do we regain that with your work i'd love to hear uh how you how you do that so we'll be That's right good. back Today, women in business are helping each other prosper like never before by overcoming stereotypes, networking together, and sharing essential resources. Since 1991, Women's Wisdom, the premier business networking organization for purpose-driven, soul-inspired entrepreneurs has helped women grow their businesses and become the best version of themselves. Women's Wisdom hosts online events with celebrity speakers, best-selling authors, and business experts dedicated to helping you, the small business owner, expand your possibilities, build new relationships, and get the right referrals. Take your business to the next level and join Women's Wisdom at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. With Dr. V, and uh, we're talking about uh, life transformations. And um, you know, so how, how the heck do we do it? I mean, how do what what's the key here?
2: You know, the first thing we have to do is start to own our story. Ken, mm-hmm. we don't own our story because we're too busy wearing masks to hide and to protect the pain that we feel, right? Um, Our life experience, the trauma that has occurred in our life. And you know, and oftentimes we don't process our experiences, those traumatic experiences that are as trauma, you know, and we're walking around with, you know, verging on PTSD. That's not solely relegated to those in military service, but in life and particularly women, because We are so subjugated in the world. So, you know, first of all, we have to get into community. We have to own our story and get into community so that we know that we're not alone. And that's what Your Wisdom Network does so beautifully. That's what, you know, My Next Steps for Women does so beautifully and uh, our Grace Under Pressure programs. Get into community so you know you're not alone, so we can come together. Have the dialogue, have the conversation, and when you realize that you're not the only one who has had these certain experiences. Now, your experience is your experience, and how you process it is yours alone. But the commonalities, the 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 common stories, the storyline is the same. You know, of facing, um, you know, just hostilities, assault, um, discrimination, debasing. um, You know, just all of these debilitating experiences. That women face. So, getting into community and understanding, embracing that community and understanding that you do have power through your story. Because oftentimes, when we when we admit to our pain, we understand our, we find our passion and our purpose. That's my story.
0: Well, I love it, and uh, you know, I I want to uh, talk a little bit about your book. I've only got uh, a few minutes in this segment left, so. You have uh, this amazing book out, uh, "Love Your Skin," "Love the Skin You're In," "How to Conquer Life Through Divergent Thinking." Yes.
2: Um,
0: How? Why'd you write it? And uh, you know what? uh, What's it all about?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. So I don't know if the audience can see it here, but you can find it on Amazon. Uh, "Love the Skin You're In," "How to Conquer Life Through Divergent Thinking." So I start. I alluded to this a bit uh, at the top of the show. Um, You know, I was dealing with a serious health issue where, honestly, I could have lost my life. And as I was going through a recovery process, I started to process my life. And this is often the time when we start to make pivot or we start to have that transformation, when we do hit rock bottom or we hit that that, you know, that uh, monumental um, point in our life where we realize, oh, we have to change some things or we realize our mortality. Let me say it that way. And so that's where this book was birthed, you know, and I started thinking about just my path and how I got to the place that I was and what I wanted to be and look like. Because the thing I don't want to do, as you hear so often, I don't want to get, oh, you know, be lying on my deathbed and say I've not accomplished things or or have any regrets. So I make it a practice not to regret anything in life. And all of my challenges, um, those, uh, those who consciously or subconsciously may have injured me in some way, you know, I see that now. I count it all joy. I see it as a sacred blessing to pivot. And so that's how that book came about. I started thinking about just the social conditioning, the path that I had been placed on, the mindsets, dealing with my pain points. And actually, I went through a program uh, called Celebrate Recovery. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a, a Christian-based support group that started um, out of Rick Warren Church in uh, Saddleback. Nice. And um, yes, it's a wonderful support program. And that's where really I started to deal with me my stuff and have these revelations, um, you know, and, and doing the inner work. That's where it starts the inner work so that you can love and live from the inside out. Because the reason we have so many issues in the world, the reason we have so much angst and, and we fight against each other, we don't love the skin we're in. So how can we love our neighbor or the next person? So, um, you know, that's I would my- agree
0: with you more, and I, and I think you know we're talking, of course, not the physical skin. We're talking about the soul, the you know the body, the beliefs, the you know what's going on inside of, uh, of us. And um, so the book covers that. What what would you say are the uh, benefits of someone reading the book?
2: Yes, absolutely. I think just in general, because I call it my autobiographical love letter to society you know, on my herds, hangups, habits, how I overcame them, you know, where they were sourced from, you know, uh, so I'm speaking from my soul. And I've recently been doing a segment on actually my TV show over on women, women. Um, It's called Candid Conversations. I don't don't think you knew that. (laughs) I didn't know that. No. (laughs) Candid Conversations (laughs) with Dr. V. And we've been talking about soul purpose, like our soul, you know, so many people ask, why am I here? what is our figuring out our soul s o l e our soul reason for being here and that soul purpose to find that soul purpose s o u l so as I'm, I'm delivering my story you know i'm doing so in, with soul integrity and that's what we have to recover rediscover you know and or find because even businesses have lost their soul. And that's why I'm on a mission, you know, to change the way business is done, you know, to bring the soul back in, not only personally, but within business, how we do business. With I love it. love it. I love it. Well, listen, I got to close out this segment
0: mm-hmm. and, uh, but, you know, I you, we'll be right back. So uh, for those of you that uh, have been with us and have been uh, following us for a while, I hope that you will continue to tell your family and friends all about Voices of Courage. This is a show that helps to enliven the soul, to help people to really get practical solutions for things that they need to change in their business, in their life, uh, with relationships and career. This is a show dedicated to you to help you evolve and become the best version of yourself. So I hope you'll follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook, follow us, uh, subscribe on YouTube, or go to our website, VoicesOfCourage.us, and become a subscriber there. Until next time, I pray that you continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and be able to do the end in- do... The uh, amazing things that you're going to do in your life. Take care. UK Health Radio, the Uh, station that makes you feel good.
2: good. Galar Light is the quantum energy emitted from the universe, from the sun and stars. Now, Tom Palladino, a humanitarian and Scalar Light researcher, has created the world's only Scalar Light healing system, a system that can bring long-distance healing and wellness to humans, pets, and plants via a photograph. Get your free 15-day trial now at
3: ScalarLight.com or click on the Scalar Light banner on the UK Health Radio website.
2: Shields like masks are top of mind right now. But did you know you have inner armor working constantly to protect you from pathogens? It keeps you healthy and thriving. It's your immune system. Ion Gut triggers the body's natural ability to support gut strength all year long, so your immune system can protect you when you need it the most. How are you treating your inner armor? Visit uk.ionbiome.com to learn more. Ion Gut protect what protects you.
0: station that makes you feel good well welcome to the show today i'm your host Kendy foster and if you haven't listened to some of our other shows you can tune in to voicesofcourage.us or our youtube channel to check it out this show is all about you it's about empowering you to be able to live a life filled with happiness, with joy, with wealth, with abundance, and, and health, vital health, right? So that's what I dedicate this show to. I try to bring on guests here that really have done their own work, that they've uh, maybe gone through a health challenge themselves or a financial challenge or maybe career relationship. And uh, they've made it their life mission to be able to help others in service, to be able to transform these challenges that uh, they have in their lives. Today, I'm speaking with an individual that has gone through her own challenges, and she also has awakened. She's helped uh, awaken uh, thousands of people, awakened uh, into their own brilliance, their own greatness, their own happiness and joy. And uh, today I'm calling the show The Courage to uh, Release Chronic Diseases. I could have gone a lot of different directions with my guest because she is an intuitive and she does uh, help individuals to tune into their soul and tune into the uh, unseen to be able to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible, which is a theme of our show. So I hope this show will be one that really moves you in a direction that you can now evolve yourself to a much greater level. Wouldn't that be amazing? How about if you can just shift that energy today and take your life to a completely new level? Well, that's what we're gonna to do today. And um, I hope that you'll stay with us and let your family and friends know about this.
4: We'll be right back. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. He uses transdermal magnesium which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply EASE to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray Helping countless people fall asleep without counting teeth. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now.
1: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? found questions and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success stop wondering why your business or life isn't working the answers are available now imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams to pick up your copy of the courage to change everything visit the courage to change Everything.com. that's the courage to change Everything.com.
0: everybody. Uh, yeah, courage to change everything. Yeah, let's do that today. I have an amazing guest today. Her name is Jennifer uh, Manion, and she is an international best-selling author. She's a highly sought- sought-after intuitive, and she's also a media personality. It was through healing herself from seven years of uh, several debilitating chronic diseases in three weeks that Jenny found her passion to help others. As I said, she's an intuitive healer, mind, body, spirit, mentor, and energetic catalyst who inspires people to connect to their inner power. Jenny, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here.
5: I'm so grateful to be here. Thanks, Ken.
0: You know, I, I, uh, I we could have gone so many directions with you uh, with the uh, show, but I kind of wanted to go down the theme of uh, healing chronic uh, diseases because you healed a whole bunch of chronic diseases yourself <laughs> as you tuned into yourself. Um, let's talk about your story. How did that happen? What 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 took place there?
5: Sure. Well, I was sick for seven years, kept going to doctors to get more and more diagnoses, <laughs> more and more limited expectations really put on me as well as going on the internet and getting lots of information (laughs) lots more limiting information so followed traditional protocol and was told that i would probably be in a wheelchair within a year and really had stopped listening to myself i was talking to myself all the time but i was really saying a lot of limiting thoughts as most people do when they're sick We're not extra nurturing to ourselves. Maybe we do physically some of the things that they say to do, but we don't internally take care of ourselves. Our dialogue is not supportive of healing. I was waking up and concentrating on my pain and my limits and what I was not. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough daughter. I'm not showing up to events with my friends and all these limits that really was not helping my healing along so there were a couple things that led up to my healing one was meeting a, a woman that I instantly we we fell in love and became instant friends we had kids about the same age and I had put off taking pain pills didn't really want to be on medication the rest of my life and when I met her I was like all right I'll take like a quarter of a dose just so I can go for a walk with her and I started walking and started remembering who I was because we become so many roles. We become, you know, mom or dad or husband, wife, and whatever our role is at work. But I had really kind of lost who I was. So on those walks, I feel like I tuned in more to myself. I was still in pain. And when, but I felt like it set me up for another friend mentioned to say, see the movie The Secret. And there were a couple of things that I took away from that movie. One was how important gratitude was. Here, I had a BA in psychology. I knew how important the mind was, but really wasn't using my mind at all to heal. I was really focused on my disease and how to live with disease and books on how to live with disease. So, gratitude was a game changer for me, as well as the fact that the body is always creating new cells. So, it made sense to me that where not only our thoughts but where our emotions are create those cells help to create those cells and if i'm concentrating on how miserable i am and how much pain i'm in and how i'm not mm-hmm. able to do mm-hmm. things i'm not giving my body any other choice but to create six cells
0: well you know it's interesting because you know it's mind over emotion emotion over action action over results and results over destiny right so, you know, with that mind, um, when you're telling yourself that, and I know you know this, I'm saying this for our audience, um, you know, thoughts that are disempowering, you they, you feel them. You feel them in your body. They shut us down. The gratitude has an energy, a power, a source behind that, right? It uplifts us. And I'm just sharing that because I wake up in gratitude every day before I get out of bed. That's the practice that I do, you know, and I, I give my mind a – a, a um, a command. Um, you're alert and ready. Now go to gratitude. Start thinking about what's <laughs> grateful, right? I bet you did something like that to heal. Yes. That.
5: Yeah, they still do things like that. And Ken, that's such an important time. The morning and right before bed are two of the most important times because our subconscious is still there. You know, it's kind of tuned in a little bit because it's around the sleep time. So that's a very powerful time. And that is what I did. Like in the morning and at night were my most powerful times because usually if you're not feeling good, those are what you go to. Oh, I didn't get this done today. Oh, I'm not, I'm feeling really exhausted. Oh, I wonder if I can sleep. All of these perpetuating thoughts don't help us heal. So by changing to gratitude, we really we bring in love and appreciation. That's pretty powerful, and it helps us switch our energy.
0: Well, you know what I love about it. You know, it's it's in mainstream it'd be called woo woo, right? That oh, that's just woo woo stuff. But you know, in people that have uh, gained some wisdom and have wisdom through uh, realization, through realizing what they had to do to heal their own bodies, uh, don't don't uh, discount uh, gratitude and. Uh, things of that nature, you know, it it really does work. And it really can set you on the path to be able to get your mind into a place where you become open and receptive to learning new things. So how did you get open and receptive, you know, to finding out, like, not only who you are, but how to heal your body? I'm going to uh, uh, take a quick break. But after I do, I want you to answer that question for our audience. We'll be right back.
3: There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic, residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of Health Insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. Welcome back, everybody.
0: I'm speaking with uh, Ginny Manion, and she is an intuitive healer, she is a mind body and spirit mentor and she's individuals that lead you out of pain and suffering into joy happiness and bliss so question <laughs> how do, how do, you know how do we do that right how, you know your journey how did how did that how did you wake up and how did you find the right healers and, and uh, be able to heal these chronic diseases that you have
5: Yeah. Well, after seeing the movie, The Secret, I said, you know what? Hey, I haven't done that yet. I haven't really focused on my self-talk and my energy. I've really been focused on what doctors are telling me to do. So I kind of got everything that I knew and explored more, explored on the internet. I had a Deepak Chopra book that I took out. I watched hours of Wayne Dyer. I read Caroline Mace's Anatomy of the Spirit. I really was just like, I am going to inundate myself with positive thinking, with with just awareness of where my mind is. Because when I started to really pay attention, I saw how negative it was. And I didn't think of myself as a negative person. But I was I was being horrific to myself. It was easy to be nice to my kids, although I did feel like I wasn't being a good enough mom because I couldn't run after them the way I wanted. But I changed that inner dialogue to, well, maybe I can't run after them, but I'm able to read with them in bed. I'm able to show up for them in other ways. They know that I love them. So switching to gratitude was huge. Paying attention to my body. My mm-hmm. memory, I was sending my body, of tensing up with pain, if we say, oh, my God, that hurts, that hurts, that hurts, and we become like this, energy is not flowing. So to be able to focus on parts of my body that felt okay and be like, there's healthy cells in my body. My fingers don't hurt. That means that there are healthy cells. And to give my focus and energy there, because we know what we focus on expands. And within three weeks, Ken, all the pain was gone. And that's been 15 years.
0: It's it's amazing. It's an amazing, miraculous story. And in a sense, in another sense, it's it's epigenetics at work um, very quickly, you know, turning off and on uh, cell genes um, and uh, releasing that which needed to be released. Um, Yeah. So when uh, when that happened, when you healed so quickly, how was that for you? I mean, what, what were you I was, thinking? I was what,
5: kind you... of in shock. <laughs> because I was say, it was
0: beyond belief, right?
5: It was beyond belief. I mm-hmm. took that approach, being like, I haven't tried this. Maybe this will make me feel a little better. But healing myself was out of the question. Like, I didn't know that could happen. And in three weeks, all my pain was gone. I didn't need pain pills anymore. It took me about a year to go back to a doctor to get permission to go off my blood thinner. But it just kind of made sense to me that when I changed my energy, my cells changed. and My body was able to heal itself. And basically after that, I was like, I want to tell the world how powerful the mind is. And I want to help others do this. And because when you're sick, I joined a lot of support groups and they were so disempowering. And it was a lot of people one-upping themselves of how bad their life was. And I know not all support groups were like that, but I yeah, you- found were like that.
0: They were kind of modeling how your mind was thinking before you decided to turn it around is what I'm hearing.
5: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. You got a book out and uh, want to share that with the audience a little bit, uh, you know, about, um, first of all, why did you write it? And um, uh, let's see, let's put the book up on screen here. It's called The Short Path to Change. Love it. Uh, love it. The uh, the stories. <laughs> uh is your story in there about how how this all happened for you
5: yes yeah it is throughout Mm -hmm. the book and Mm -hmm. it is 30 short chapters i believe in keeping things simple uh and exercises in releasing the old i have a whole section on the chakra system because i do believe our chakra system is our inner diagnostic system and i wanted to make it simple for people people hear chakras and sometimes tune out or oh that's too complicated or i can't learn another medical system but it is our body's way of communicating with us and it does make a lot of sense when we tune in a lot about the present moment because that's where all our power is (laughs) and then a lot also about how to move forward, how to set intentions and mini goals, how to deal with life when self-sabotage comes up, how to still love ourselves. And I mean, the overall theme of the book really is is self-love because when we love ourselves, we are capable of that change and knowing we deserve that change.
0: Yeah, well, well let me ask you, first of all, what can people get the book?
5: They can get it on Amazon or any, okay. any bookseller.
0: Okay, so The Short Path to Change by uh, Jenny uh, Manion, M-A-N-N-I-O-N. I say that for my listening audience so that they'll be able to get it, Jenny. And um, the other thing is, I, I wanna take a little deeper dive into the chakra system here. And um, you, know, you write about it in your book. Um, how can the chakra, knowing about the chakra system, how does that help us heal our body or heal our mind or heal our emotions? Um, how, what would you say to that?
5: Well, each chakra is related to different emotional and physical aspects of our body. So say I get a sore throat and I can look to the chakra system and ask, okay, why is my throat sore? Maybe there's something I'm having trouble speaking my like truth about. Maybe I'm having trouble expressing myself. So we can kind of look to our body. Our body is giving us signals, hey, something's a little out of balance here. And we could see it as a signal and tune in and you know, kind of tune into ourselves and ask, how can I bring this into balance? How is this an opportunity for me to, mm-hmm. to grow and to change? And how can I nurture my body instead of popping a pill for my sore throat or, you know, masking the pain? How can I get to what's behind that?
0: Okay. So there's mental, there's emotional, there's physical, and there's spiritual levels. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. For those of you that are going, well, listen, this makes no sense. If I just ate, uh, ate some food that, uh, didn't dis- that, did- that disagreed with right. my tummy and I have a tummy ache. She's saying to look at something. Yeah, we are. We're saying to look within yourself. So let's take that example uh, using the yeah. chakra system. And somebody's got an upset tummy. Uh, well, what would you look at?
5: That's a big one right now. That's the power center. So do you feel like you're in your power? You know, a lot of people don't feel very powerful right now. Do you feel like you're in your power? Is there something that's hard to digest in your life? I mean, the chakras are pretty literal too, which is so beautiful because once you get to know them, like, oh, that does kind of make sense. And that is easy to tune into. So yeah, if you have chronic digestion issues, I would definitely look into that. You know, I mean, if you got some bad food, yeah, that's one thing but if you have chronic digestion issues i would look deeper into that you know what Mm -hmm. is out of balance with power Mm -hmm. you know do you Mm -hmm. feel like you need to control too much do you Mm -hmm. feel like you're not in control at all it Mm -hmm. can be a really good guide it is the way our body talks to us Mm -hmm. and by Mm -hmm. learning that language it can Mm -hmm. really help us
0: Mm -hmm. and for those of you that are just learning about chakra systems there's seven chakras at least uh, uh, you know some people have nine some people have twelve um the one I'm familiar with has seven. You start out with your, you know, your uh, your coccyx and then uh, sacral and then lumbar and then your dorsal, which is heart, and then your um, cervical, which is uh, throat, and then uh, medulla, and then uh, the uh, higher centers, um, the uh, Christ centers. So, um, you know, knowing that, let's say I have a headache. What, You know, I'm, I'm up here in my head, so when I got a headache. What are my chakras going to tell me about my headache?
5: So that's usually the sixth chakra. It can be the seventh, but it's usually the sixth chakra, which is about, I always look at it as inner and outer binoculars. So it's our intuition, how we're seeing the truth of us and how we're seeing the truth of the outside world. And that's a beautiful one because, you know, Honing in on those binoculars, adjusting them so that you really can see the truth. You're not letting the past and your stories and what you've heard get in the way, but you're really tapping into your intuition. You're seeing the truth of that, of of the world and of yourself.
0: Yeah, there's, uh, I, I don't think I've ever shared this on air, but uh, my eyes were going, I, I wore contacts. I wore glasses for years, then I got contacts. Then I got tired of wearing glasses and contacts, and I thought, is there a way to heal my eyes? And um, what I did is I found a, a healing technique uh, by Paramahansa Yogananda. And um, it's in a book called uh, Scientific Healing Techniques, if you want to look it up. And, uh, you know, what it basically, for me, I, I added a couple pieces to it, but you're you're visualizing the, the energy coming in from the medulla into the optic nerve and you're visualizing that coming in every day and the affirmation is one above the spiritual eye and two below your your regular eyes mm-hmm. eyes are clear eyes are clear um i did that for i don't know long time i got 20 20 eyesight there i love so, it so does this work <laughs> it does work mm-hmm. right yeah it does work it does work um Okay, let's see. We're on my time. I do have to take a quick break—a real quick one. We'll be right back. When we come back, uh, let's keep on the chakra. I really like this idea of the chakras in your book and how you explain that. I think you're dead on with that. And uh, I'd like to know about some of the other chakra systems on the on the um, uh, the coccyx and the sacral. You know, your back's out. What's that about? All right? Let's uh, let's explore Absolutely. that a little bit, and we'll uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back. I'm talking to Jennifer Manion, and she has an amazing book out. We're talking about the um, chakra system that she defines in the book and how it's related to your health and how you can use it to identify what's really going on inside of you on a a mental, emotional, and, of course, it manifests in physical uh, experience for you. Um, Let's talk about the sacral. What is sacral uh, uh, chakra? Uh, Everybody knows the sacral in the back, so right there. Yeah,
5: um so that's the second chakra. Like if you're going 1 through 7, you know, right. that's the second chakra and that is about that's a loaded one. <laughs> that is about how we see ourselves <laughs> as man and woman, man or woman, how we create our emotions. It's abundance. It's how we create. So it's if that is out of balance, it can cause infertility. It can cause issues with reproductive organs. Um, it can cause issues with with those lower organs. I mean, a lot of the chakras are related to the organs that they're near. Um, just like the first, the root chakra is kind of related to, that's at the base of the spine, is related to everything kind of below that. So the, um, the sacral could be... There's so many things there. I mean, that is a tough one because you have to kind of go deep. Are you comfortable in your body? Are you, do you have emotional things? Do you have trouble processing emotions? Are you holding tension in your back? Are you holding some of those emotions in your back? I mean, chakras, energy flows if we are allowing it to flow if we're holding on to stuff you can think of it as if you're holding something very tightly you're not allowing energy to flow through it so when we hold something so tightly maybe if we hold on to a past story maybe we've had a past relationship intimate relationship that didn't go the way we wanted it to and we're holding that so tightly if we hold it so tightly over time it will create a block and it, mm-hmm. It Mm -hmm. needs some relief, it Mm -hmm. needs to be addressed. It's not the body punishing us. The body is out of balance and actually it is love and healing that can bring it into balance.
0: So the body is just a reflection of what's going on inside, right? I've heard Absolutely. it say that many people uh, uh, dig their grave with their mouth, right? So let's talk about somebody that's overeating, right? Where would that show up in the chakra system? Would it be multiple chakras, one chakra predominantly? How would that, how would that be?
5: Yeah, there can be so many things. I mean, it could be self-sabotage with the self-love. So the heart chakra, maybe you are, you know, you don't feel worthy and you're just, you're numbing a pain. You know you're just filling that up it could be you know your first chakra you don't feel safe here so you're eating a lot to feel grounded you know you don't feel safe walking on the planet at this time so you're you know filling your body and making yourself actually heavier so that you were more grounded on this on this planet at the time so there can be all different ones of course you know the mouth Is related to the fifth as well. So it can be that there's something with your throat and your mouth that you need to address. So in doing that and learning about them, you can start to go inward and ask yourself the questions. Our body wants to be asked those questions. You know, it is in tuning out, tuning in and turning everything else off for a little while that you can get that guidance. You can get you can tune in to universal knowledge to your body's knowledge and you will get answers
0: and you will get answers that's the key listen i put uh, on the screen uh, if people would like to contact you or find out more about you it's uh, jennymanion.com uh, j e n n y m a n i o n.com jennymanion.com Jenny um if uh, they go to their website your website what are they going to find there
5: they're going to find a seven-day actually free gift of reawakening love through the chakras. So you will get an exercise every day uh, if you subscribe, plus you get a uh, meditation on reawakening the chakras through self-love. Oh, and well. lots of other things, my offerings <laughs> and events and stuff like that, lots of articles. But by subscribing, you get that free seven-day seven day experience and you do get to learn about the chakras each day.
0: I love that. Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and close out this segment, but I know you're going to be on my next segment here. So stay tuned and we'll be, uh, we'll be right back. And so for those of you that uh, have been watching the show today, I appreciate uh, you letting your family and friends and people, you know, uh, about let them know about the show. That's how we grow the show. And that's how we put the positive messages into the airwaves isn't that what we need today? That we need more courage, more truth, more wisdom, more understanding and compassion in the airwaves. That's what I bring to you every week, Are individuals that, are, like I said in the beginning of the show, that have done their work, and they're here now to make a difference in, uh, in uh, your life and other people's lives. So we hope that you will continue to let people know about the show. And until next time, continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible.